0: all right so welcome to outside your lane this is luke boric osika i am joined by my dad uh tim osika no middle name no middle name needed um he raised me um he raised me with uh extremely strong morals um you know i've always told people he wasn't always perfect um but in in his in his, um, in his person, you know, at the core, uh, you know, a man who really fought for righteousness and still does. Um, and uh, we, we have our own story, you know, each of us as far as how God redeemed our lives. Um, that's maybe for another day. But um, what, what the, the blessing of this relationship is for anybody listening is, uh, you know, my dad and I do have that redemptive father son story. Uh, we were always drawn to that kind of relationship. Whether if we're talking sports here, we're we're talking you know Ken Griffey Jr. and Senior, uh, or we're talking um, uh, you know really anybody else. And so to today, um, we're we're talking about NIL. And the cool thing about my dad is he's got a background in the law. Um, we're we're round about forty years uh, for my dad, um, and. So he's got a lot of practice, not only in the law, but in terms of uh, labor law. And um, he, he can give us, and this was the goal of this conversation for really for months now, we're probably coming up on a year, just uh, help people understand uh, more, more of the basis of NAL and, and what it was, uh, why it exists, basically. Um, and, and we're just going to try to dive in today and see See how far we get in a first episode, as far as um, some of our thoughts, some of the uh, opportunities that come with NAL, uh, and, and obviously some of the difficulties, which which people are touching on. So, um, Dad, I'll let you um, reintroduce yourself. Um, you know, a minute or two, or or or, or maybe less, um, and uh, and then we'll just kind of go off with a couple topics um, today.
1: Well, good morning, Luke. Uh, yeah, nice to be with you and be on your, your Zoom slash podcast slash whatever. Um, uh, I'm basically, I'm looking for you to lead the conversation, uh, and I'll just uh, pipe in when necessary. The, your audience should know that um, I'm 74, uh, and I've um, worked all my life, half the, my life in construction, half my life in law. I'm doing law now, uh, medical negligence, criminal defense, contracts, intellectual property. Uh, but I also am still currently spot welding at a factory. Uh, and the reason I do that is because it allows me to be around normal people, honest, hardworking people. And it allows me to keep grounded. Mm-hmm. Um And as I taught you, Luke, I always told you and instructed you and pointed out to you, never lose, never stay away. And always be part of the working mass, working masses because working people are just the best. Um, And so anything that I'm gonna say with regard to NIL and athletes being offered a lot of money to play a sport, whether it's a female athlete, biological female athlete, or a male athlete, uh, there are certain things I want to point out to them. uh, And my hope is to educate them in terms of their decision-making, but also to speak out to Mm -hmm. college coaches, college administrators, professors, collectives, and the NCAA. With that, Luke, I look forward to you leading me.
0: Well, that's beautiful stuff, Dad, of course, and, and I, uh, I'll, I'll digress here. But um, as you were introducing yourself, I'm glad you, you put everything the way you did. Um, this is an obvious now uh, thing that I'm about to say, but, but go ahead, Dad. If we have a misnomer in terms of NAL, uh, or maybe and maybe not, that's not the right word, what, what understanding are we lacking? when we kind of think about NAL. And when I say we, I mean people that have some kind of opportunity and maybe we have to kind of pick the vantage point. But let's just say myself, uh, uh, somebody who is a sports management student pursuing sports agency, specifically basketball agency. uh, We're talking about maybe a D1 or D2 or whatever, uh, you know, college coach. um, We're talking about an actual, you know, athlete themselves, whether five-star, I actually just found out from uh, John Moran's story the other day, he was actually a zero star at one point, uh, come, you know, prior to college. So, um, but when we think of NAL debt, what are we missing? Um, when we're, when we're considering the opportunity with, with NAL debt. Well, not I don't know if I'd use the
1: term, missing but the the case and the and the the case name escapes me i apologize i don't have any notes in front of me yeah but that supreme court case that uh that allowed for athletes to use their name image and likeness Mm -hmm. it was the the supreme court u.s supreme court talked about uh that in the context of compensation related to education so they still have not discussed what's going on right now, which is that um universities and collectives are now engaged in offering monies to athletes to go to their school, um and and the money is more money than I'll that I've made in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. And um so the the fundamental problem that 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 faces our country and face of sports in general is that, in in the long run, um, the 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 specter of unlimited money or throwing money at an athlete, whether male or female, um, can undermine what sports should be about, namely um uh honor uh commitment team school uh and when you reward one particular particular athlete um that can that can cause cuz we're all human it can cause resentment among the teammates um uh the individual athlete himself can can be can may tend to get full of themselves, mm-hmm. and then sport does not become about uh, achieving excellence and working with your teammates to affect the result. Right, it becomes about just making money. Um, and Will Rogers, everyone should check him out. Um, once said that under capitalism, man exploits man. Mm -hmm. And under socialism, the reverse is true. Mm -hmm. And Tocqueville said essentially that capitalism reaches equality through liberty. And he was correct. Um, Mm -hmm. But under socialism, equality is reached through restraint and servitude. Right. And your goal and my goal is to um, educate universities, coaches, administrators, professors with um making sure that in the context of the new nil name image likeness which is great for the athlete even not related to educational funding right that they there's a balance struck between making sure that the athlete's intellectual property name image likeness is rewarded and but at the same time uh Focusing on, uh, or balancing, or putting in the equation, education, and developing the concept of team, and loyalty, and hard work, so that the so that the determinative factor is not making money; it's just a byproduct of their intellectual property, right? it's about making the character of that athlete, whether a male or female better
0: yeah dad I, I there's so many things that go through my mind um but i think um i want to ask dad when uh, it would have come up eventually so i, I just want to go here and uh, this'll 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 hit you at the core and we, we kind of pre-screened and talked about this but um a big conversation to me and and maybe I don't know if it's the fundamental conversation, but I know that to me, this, this conversation within NAL has got to be, if I'm, if I'm a college decision maker or, you know, in my case, I just happen to be a preparing, you know, I like to call myself a preparing sports agent. And obviously you've been a big help in that given your law background and our relationship. Um, the the need um the need uh, of of you know resources by way of nal uh versus you know i'll just call it the need versus the blessing and and what i mean and you would you would get this but what i mean is if i'm praise god i am in the hood right if i'm if i'm if i'm in need I mean, right. The, I always think of, he's not the only one there's, there's, you know, there's, there's countless and countless as a, is a pretty, pretty uh, rough word here. But, you know, I always think of Alan Iverson growing up and the cockroaches and the, um, you know, the, the water seeping through the floor. I love the story. It would not have been cool at the time. I, 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 you know, um, and I, I, so, so I, I mean, the need of, of, of such an opportunity versus just simply the opportunity itself to, um, whether that's somebody who forgets about team and, and, and kind of is almost compensated, maybe without reaching a certain um, ability on the, on the floor or the field to, to even earn uh, such, such a, such a compensation um, kind of being given it uh, regardless. Um, I, I do have to give, I have to give the story. I don't think I told it to you yet, dad, and in, you'll, you'll go off from here and it, we, 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 you may take the rest of the episode in on this one, dad, but um, there's this beautiful clip from Isaiah Thomas, when he was featured on uh, the pivot with those guys as I know you watched the pivot with uh, Kwame Brown that I sent you. And we've had a great talk about that. And you may, you may bring up Kwame here and there in a moment, but.
1: What a but, what a yes. remarkable young man.
0: Yes. Agreed. And, and so. And by say, the
1: way, Ryan Clark is a remarkable young man.
0: Yes. Yes. And, and we're, you know, we're, we're definitely supporters of, you know, what they're doing. And uh, so, <laughs> so dad, Isaiah's featured on the pivot. And, and they're asking him about, you know, you know how they do it. You know, they, they have their little backgrounds in mind. And and so uh, I think, I think it was Ryan who was prompting this specifically, but uh, he was asking Isaiah, Hey, so, you know, Indiana university, how'd you come to that? Yeah. There's this amazing story and I never sent you this, but I'm telling you now, it's just so great. And so Isaiah was one of those guys like Allen Iverson that, that not only was in the hood, which is which is hood enough, of course. And, and when I say that, anybody listening that um, is in such a predicament, um, I mean, of course, no disrespect, I mean, only respect. And it's uh, a, a sense of uh, community that I speak with here. Um, and so, and, and wanting to, um, wanting to uh, change this nation and, and change this world for the better. Um, I did call this uh, specifically, this episode, Game Change, Nil to 100. And hopefully from Nil to 100, uh, we, we all do our part in terms of how we approach the NAL conversation. But, okay, so so Isaiah also was, was, was you know, had a, had a difficult journey and, and I could actually talk about Isaiah cause I've studied him quite a bit. I mean, he, he, he wasn't eating before games. Uh, he had to, uh, fight guys just to just before he got on the train to go across Chicago to get to his game. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've learned that this is a pretty common story. Gary Payton comes to mind, Shaquille O'Neal, um, guys having to fight guys, you know, before even playing, um, let alone during the game. So, um, but th- there, there, was no, there was no food in the house. There was, there was no, nothing in the fridge except a jug of water. And they had no electricity. And so because of that, the, rec- uh, the coaches or the recruiters would have to come in the, in the daytime. <laughs> and so, so, so somebody came and 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 there was a great story about how he, how um, how Bobby Knight came to be his coach. But this was not Bobby Knight. This was somebody else for some other school, and we'll assume it was a big school because he was hev- heavily recruited. Uh, unlike John Moran. Um and so the man—it's it, a classic story. Dad, you've heard this one. You've read this one. You've probably told this one to me when out when we were growing up, but. Um, he, the guy had the briefcase, right. It had the money in it and he opened it up and sat and, 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 you know, on the table probably had a little coffee table, I guess. I mean, they were poor, but they must've had that. He sits down on the couch and Isaiah and his brothers, they're all dapping up and they're, they're all excited. And, you know, they're going to get out of there. You know what I mean? And the guy said, Hey, yep. it's, it's 50 G's. You know what I mean? And dad, you know, this yep. time frame now, now help me out. I know Larry bird and, and uh, magic, they were coming out in se- 79 was when they were at Indiana state and Michigan state. I don't know what year Isaiah was coming out. I'd have to guess he's coming out of Indiana about 81, maybe 82. So, right. We know that coming up on high school, this is, this is the late seventies right here. Uh, in this moment. So 50 G's is a lot today. It certainly was a lot at that time. Uh, and so, <laughs> so they're all excited and they're going to get out of the praise God And, and, but there was one person in the room that was not smiling. And that was of course, Isaiah's mother and dad, you know, well, the story. God bless her. Absolutely. And you know, dad, you, you taught me this stuff, you know, about, you know, life and, and uh, I always watched, you know, you know, movies like he got game and you, you see the, the, the importance of a of a father, you know, in a man's or a woman's life. Um, and this is, of course, one of those moments where dad's not around, you know, but we got mom. Uh, we got mom and, and mom's got some conviction, obviously. She's not smiling. And uh, <laughs> so she she looks over at oh, she she gets up, dad, she closes the case and she looks at the, 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 you know, the, the man, and I could say the white man, but I won't even, it's not even about that. Obviously it's just, that's about right. It's really not the, about that. Yes, that's absolutely right. She looks at the person and says, my son's not for sale. <laughs>
1: oh man. And
0: <laughs> Man. So, so dad. Okay. So, but here we are today in, that's 50 stacks at that time. And, and now, you know, we're, wow. I mean, we're, we're almost 50 years later and 50's a lot and, and money's whatever. And you just said it. I mean, we have an athlete now, you know, and that story says it all the amount of money that we're talking about today. If that was the money at the time uh, to a an athlete um, at the time, it was proven at least as far as high school is concerned um, in Chicago, you know, which I've always held since Michael Jordan is 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 really the basketball capital of America. I guess I guess people could disagree. That's fine, but the bigger point, Dad, of course, is you have a guy with a need, and then you have everybody else. Let's just be honest, right? You have everybody else, and their degree of need may be a little bit different, right? Um, I there were times certainly in uh, in my college days. Now I was no, I, I, I was an athlete. I don't mean to downplay myself, but I certainly was not just for the sake of the conversation. I was, I was nothing in comparison to Isaiah Thomas. Um, And, and that was then if we talk now, you know, whoever's coming up now and coming up looking at college, but there's that kind of need, which is there's, they have nothing. And then there's, the hood automatically. So you're talking about already just having that need of just wow, I mean, just any kind of security, especially depending on you know how how difficult it is, especially Chicago and some of these, some of these places. But then you have again, you have everybody else. You have like myself, even there again, there were times in college that I did have some need. Now, as you know, Dad, part of that was just my my personal habits and wrong decisions. But people could use some, some, some extra funds at times, obviously. Um, and, and we're not even talking about a guy needing to work and do different things. Uh, y- you may reference that here, but, but I guess all that being said, dad, um, where do you go here in your mind? Do you start to think of that Kwame Brown conversation and a guy just, hopefully you want to see a man or a woman deciding to apply themselves and just simply try to position themselves as best they can, knowing that not everybody is going to be the number one pick, pick like Kwame Brown. Not everybody is going to go to Indiana University and play for Bobby Knight like Isaiah Thomas. Uh, not everybody is even going to play Division three sports. Um, not everybody is going to be, uh, you know, 14 and be some star you know i'll say soccer player for our american people but you know if world uh people worldwide you know uh football uh you know not everybody's a star at that age looking at you know adidas or subsidiary companies trying to you know throw them a bone so I, where do you go here dad the need versus the blessing conversation
1: well, well okay first things first um the, the beauty of the new NIL world is that an athlete, an accomplished athlete, will get compensated really for his talent. And it's really not related at all to educational purposes. Mm-hmm. And good for any athlete that is rewarded. Mm-hmm. And, and what I mean by that is the best athletes, uh, in my opinion, are those athletes that just killed it on the, on the field or on the court. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they do is thank the good Lord. Yes. Um, and they're the best because they, they they have a humility about them. Right. Uh, and the, with NIL monies, any athlete listening, female or male,
0: yeah.
1: um, you're going to be looking out for yourself, and that's good. But you're going to be looking out for your family. So with collectives, get jobs for your family.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And a housing situation for your family. God Bless You right. is a great song uh, yeah. historically called God Bless the Child that's Got His Own, mm-hmm. and, um, and and it's great. And you and I don't use terms like white or black. We're mm-hmm. colorless. But for purposes of dialogue, yeah. I'm going to have to use white, white and black. I yeah. was in an airport last summer after I visited you in Texas, and I was talking to a young female track star from minnesota who's black i uh, hate to use the term only yeah. because i don't like i don't like that but yeah but i asked her what do you think the problem is in america and she said rich white people
0: yeah
1: and and that's right we live in a feudal f-e-u-d-a-l state there's the very rich and the very poor and one of the vehicles for for Young athletes, white or black, struggling is sports. Uh, and besides besides um, them uh, playing for the glory of the sports, it's a way for them to improve their economic situation, not only for themselves, but for their family. Mm-hmm. So when that athlete chooses the university, one of the things he has to factor in, what am I going to be taught there? What's the quality of the, of the coach? What's the quality of the university? What's the quality of the education? And one of the things I would say to any athlete looking to go to college, um, and many people aren't cut out to go to college, by the way. Um, right. by, way of, by way of example, I, I spot well that Norland, it's a manufacturing plant in Schofield because i enjoy working with my hands and i can be right. an idiot i i just stand at the spot welder and i weld harley davidson belt guards right. or I machine parts it's just great but right. but but i've educated myself uh and a lot of my education came outside of the college framework because professors mm-hmm. will teach their agenda mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes it's not uh it's not courses that make you think or look at both sides of an argument it's this is how you have to think um and that's wrong so every athlete out there white or black has to read books anything by eldridge cleaver Mm -hmm. or huey newton founder of the black Mm -hmm. panther Mm -hmm. party or dr ben carson Mm -hmm. or alan durshowitz one of my personal heroes who 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 is now an outcast by many in the Democrat party because of his strong libertarian views. Mm-hmm. And Mark Twain and Ayn Rand, uh, the, the list is endless. Uh, mm-hmm. You So uh, Eric Fromm, uh, t- uh, people that talk about, uh, authors that talk about the, the, the general, oh, Marshall McLuhan, we are living in a in a country since the inception of television, where we are emotionally and sense and our senses are bombarded constantly. Right. right. Um, and 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 the, those TV shows and those movies and the literature um, is intended to to mold a worldview. But a worldview should be discovered empirically, meaning by personal experience. Mm-hmm. Don't let yourself be gaslighted by anybody. Mm-hmm. And I taught you, Luke, and I'm going to repeat it for the listeners. Don't lock yourself into a political party. Lock yourself into an issue. So mm-hmm. when, when the athlete is choosing a university, make sure you get, you get dialogue and you get the full spectrum of ideas out there. Um because in the long and short of it, it's not what you say, it's what you do. Uh mm-hmm. one of the underlying problems in, in America is I have listened to all these politicians over the years. We're gonna we're gonna help the yeah. the, the black community. Right. But they don't attack the underlying causes, which is quality education. Right opportunity, job right. training. I worked with the dude building a cow barn in Iowa, and he was a young, forgive me, black man from, I believe, Michigan. His name was Dimitri. One of the best workers I ever worked with. And he literally ran, we were putting uh, uh, two foot by 20 foot sheets on a on a roof. Mm-hmm. And he made sure that the measurements all came out he he literally, he was not the foreman, but almost literally ran what we were doing. I love that guy. Mm -hmm. And I was so happy because when I was growing up, I'm 74, but when I was growing up, that song by uh, uh, Stevie Wonder, Living for the City, that Mm -hmm. was the reality, you know? Right, right. Where where black Americans were being... mm, kept out of the workforce right. and had to take menial jobs. That has changed. Now everything is possible. When right. UTEP won the national title in, in the mid-60s, yeah. be- beating Kentucky, right, right. back then, I can tell you, white America generally rooted for Kentucky. Right. And the rest of us rooted for, I mean, <laughs> right-thinking people rooted for UTEP. God right. bless UTEP. What a great story. Yes. We're yes. not in the sixties anymore. We, America right. has come a long way. We are right. not racially, we are not racially divided. So, so I say to any athlete, you want to get a sense of history. You want to be well-read. You want to think for yourself, yeah. learn empirically your own experience, what, what, what your instincts, your eyes and your ears tell you, not what someone yaps at and blabs about and 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 if if you get nil monies for yourself and your family rightfully so you want to balance that with learning to think like Kwame brown my god i was blown away by that podcast uh, on ryan clark's podcast that guy is one thinking dude and and that's what you want to aim for to be well-rounded uh And um,
0: that that would be my
1: pitch, Luke.
0: Well, that's awesome, Dad. Um, So as we've talked about before, you know, we plan to have this uh, as an ongoing conversation. And so obviously um, there's only so much, you know, you can say in kind of an introductory, um, you know, podcast here. But um, to wrap up, Dad, I think there's a number of directions, but I'm going to try to pick something that we can really land on and something that potentially can help us in terms of how we move forward on this, this podcast series. Um, and per your point about people thinking empirically, uh, truly landing on um, uh not just a notion, but a conviction uh, empirically. Um, thinking of that person, because of course, that's ultimately who we're talking about here. Uh, so like, for instance, we, you and I definitely would, would love to affect, uh, obviously in a positive manner, NCAA decision-makers and, and other parties involved in this conversation. But of course, who really matters? clearly is is that respective you know 12 year old who's blowing up like like Sebastian Telfair and LeBron James were at that at their time um right and both of those guys were from difficult parts of their respective cities Akron and uh Brooklyn um or sorry uh, Coney Island um, and and then of course there's let's just say there's somebody who is 12 years old right now and maybe they're not, you know, going to end up be there. They're certainly not going to end up being Kwame Brown. They're not going to be the number one pick. They're not going to be on the cover of slam magazine. They're they're They might not even play college sports. Uh, but at some point, somebody's going to be given an opportunity in this conversation. Um, and if for the person, you know, they may, they may be given an opportunity to get, you know, a thousand or a hundred or kind of get that ball rolling. And depending on who it is, obviously there's, uh, there's, ex, you know, an ex, exponential nature to to that, depending on who it is. Um, but for the young person listening, dad, and that young person may be 20, okay, but for the young person listening, who does have a thinking cap and has a sense of conviction, uh, a, you could say a sense of themselves uh, that that still exists and wants to, you know, I would I would lobby to say be present in this conversation, uh, and, and and I should say really wants to affect this conversation the right way. Um, if if you would just not mind, Dad, kind of wrapping up what you were saying before about making sure, you know, they're, they're well-read. I, 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 as you know, I've been a big Ray Allen guy. He, he talks that way. He was saying that on the knuckleheads podcast with Quentin Richardson and Darius miles. He was encouraging, you know, especially the younger community, but, you know, you know, blacks and others, you know, in, in, in respective neighborhoods to, to educate themselves and to make sure that when they're coming up on these conversations, they, they have understanding and all of that dad. But, um, especially dad for the young person, especially dad for the young person that has opportunities or down the line will have opportunities based on their abilities, dad. Um, you know, how would you help them press pause on that moment and just kind of dig in dad? And and if I may, I'll give a quote to leave, leave you here and you can, you can send us off. Walter Payton, of course, said one of my favorite all-time quotes once you've forgotten your roots, you've lost sight of everything. Go ahead, Deb.
1: Yeah, well, the greatest mm, man in my lifetime, and again, when I'm 74, mm-hmm. was the Reverend Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. He was not only a minister for blacks; he was my minister, mm-hmm. and he ministered uh, um, following the moral principles of the gospel of Christ. He was a, a complete man of faith
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i think that any uh that some of your better athletes that acknowledge the gifts they receive from god and they they maintain their humility even mm-hmm. as they're being thrown lots of money and mm-hmm. all these promises it's just money mm-hmm. um when i work at norland I, I get 18 bucks an hour spot welding and machining but it's honest work. Plato said right. hundreds of years before Christ, honest people don't need the law and dishonest people find a way around them. Don't go mistaking paradise for that home across the road. Balance need the your needs uh, 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 being compensated correctly and rightly mm-hmm. and justly for your athletic skills and looking out for your family. That's all good but balance that with um, with some set of moral principles. You know, the Lakota Sioux have a wonderful expression to talk about a moral uh, conscience. They call it shankawaste, mm-hmm. which means walking the true path. Mm-hmm. Whatever relig- religion you choose, uh, and I'm talking about a, a religion, traditional religion, mm-hmm. Islam, uh, Hindu mm-hmm. um buddhism christianity they all have moral precepts and it makes a it makes a better person right. so what you, you to you young people out there that you've been blessed with skill and you worked at that skill you know your listeners know how many hours you spend holding your skills developing your body that was you doing that and for any athlete in the hood you know trying to not get shot yeah, you know, trying trying to get to school to to to, to study, and, and and you read about leaving school and and some gangbanger with a gun pops yeah. you. I mean, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I myself have cursed God, and you mm-hmm. and I both weep when we hear of some young child or some young teenager or some young person being shot and killed. Um, yeah. and you know, and it's. It you know it it goes to f- fixing the unlo- underlying causes you know that that's what's needed in our yeah. minorities and we that's a whole other subject but to make a long story short, um, essentially, what needs to be done for the athlete in sports is mm-hmm. for collectives and universities and coaches and administrators and deans of colleges and professors mm-hmm. to provide a framework for the athlete
0: mm-hmm.
1: where they can thrive, their economic needs are taken care of rightfully so under Nil uh, concepts. Um, and um, and um, they and that framework not only looks out f- for, is not exploitive. It's not exploitive of the athlete and it's not a capitalistic venture where people make money off the hard work of the athlete Mm -hmm. uh, uh, because there's more to the athlete than than just female, male, than just his, his athletic prowess. Right. That's what you and I are aiming at Luke. Uh, And what helps you and I uh, who are not, Important people. We're not wealthy. We're not any of that. We're just honest, hardworking people that mm-hmm. that have, that 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 believe in the gospel of Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping, by the way, that non political people from both parties uh, lead, uh, uh, do not start regulating what the NCAA. And universities and coaches and agents should self-regulate themselves. In other yeah. words, yeah. if if the if all interested parties uh, in NIL endeavors uh, can work out a framework that's workable, uh, and so that you don't get into antitrust violations, where the very few Control interstate commerce as it as it concerns athletics, right? And and puts the athlete and his well being or her well being first and foremost, right? Then, then, then all things not only work for the glory of sport, in your and my world, Luke, they work for the glory of God. End of story.
0: Well, that's beautiful, Dad. It's it's difficult to end there because I think you know, we could probably spend, even now, you know, probably a few hours, two or three or so hours, just exploring some of the opportunities, you know, that come with this conversation. However, um, you know, to to end and to, uh, you know, have in mind, uh, moving this conversation forward, I wanna say I mean, of course thank you dad i'm I'm glad you know we get to do this. It's obviously a real privilege um and I think specifically for the for the child or for the you know eighteen to twenty plus year old individual um or or even the 25, 30 some odd year old who who does have you know a year or two. Uh, perhaps remaining of college eligibility and, and may still have some athletic uh, athletic ability. Um, whoever's in this conversation and is is young and charged and wants to wants to affect this conversation, um, I think that uh, I I certainly believe, and this is why we did it. Um, you and me, Dad, is is this conversation and the way we've approached it. Which is which is not unheard of. People approach this conversation this way. We know that this this table talk conversation is happening in the hood. It's happening, maybe not in the Hamptons, but it's happening somewhere in influential America. Um, but, but the goal, of course, is to to inspire people to uh, view, and you, you use the word vehicle to view. Uh, sports to view NAL and we do hear the Ray Allens and other people like that talking about sports in that way. People have, you know, long said, and I know you, you would have told me in your own way, dad, and with sports growing up, um, you know, use, use basketball, don't let basketball use you or sports or whatever it may be. Um, It should just be a a launch pad of of some kind, just like sports of course can and should uh, teach us life lessons and, and obviously the good coaches and whomever, um, approaches, you know, the game that way. Um, but, uh, I'm looking forward dad, obviously to upcoming conversations. Um, and I think to, in fairness to anybody listening, whether it's a NCAA decision maker or intern or, or respective college student, especially in the sports space or the business space, um, or somebody looking for a cause to kind of attach themselves to in some way, or at least learn, um, you know, it's, it's, it's in all fairness, of course, to say that dad, you have, you know, and, you know, in reality, a lot more authority than I do on this matter or, or, or generally anything related. However, I certainly care about the conversation. Um, I try to educate myself as well. Um, and I've enjoyed, you know, the conversation in general. I've certainly enjoyed, you know, looking at it with you, dad. You know, we've obviously came at it from, like you said, a gospel of Christ lens. Uh, and, and that's, of course, through God's grace. And just like anybody has any kind of conviction to explore um, this, this or any other topic. But um, I, I think that, uh, you know, people can, they can, you can, as you see this podcast, um, if you're going on, for instance, Spotify, you can, you can message me. Um, I do always in these podcast episode, uh, details. I always share my LinkedIn, uh, link. So you can go in there, you can message me, or if we haven't, uh, connected, you can send me an invitation. Um, and, uh, and, and dad, if, if anybody is, uh, uh, compelled pop, um, uh, uh, what is uh? Do you want ma- you want to drop your email, or do you want me to share that in the, the podcast uh, details? How do you want me to do that?
1: Well, I, you know, I just assume that I'm pretty busy, and, and I'm doing yeah. law, and I'm I'm working at a factory. So, you <laughs> know, <I>, at seventy-four, <laughs> the Lord has blessed me. Yeah. With with this body and this mind at my age. Yeah. I mean a lot of people in nursing so, homes are dead, you know. Yeah, so they should but, okay. But the so they should hit up me. Hey, they can reach so, they can yes. reach out to you and I can reach out to them. I got a lot, you know, I I, I got stuff going out with my clients, but yeah, the the thing about you just said about people reaching out to you. There's a lot of people I'd like to talk to. I, yes. I love Kanye. Uh yeah. you know, um the Wayne brothers, they're not brilliant. Black comedians are brilliant comedians. I mean, there's a lot of people I like to talk to. John, yeah, I'd I, I love
0: Kwame yeah, Brown to be on your podcast, Mike. Right, God, right, right. Just, just, and I'll, no that's, I'm, I'm, no, that's good. And I'm with you. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good with dreaming. No, and I, that's, that is how I'll leave people. Obviously, if you want to get in touch with my dad, Tim Osika, reach out to me for sure. I'm more than happy to uh, connect you guys. Um, and yeah, you know, if you're, if you're of some, status i I would like to view you the same way uh, I've always told my wife I don't care who I'm talking to and I mean if I'm talking to somebody of some serious status you can interrupt that conversation I mean she's my wife dad I feel the same way about you or any of my other friends I don't care if it's my dish friend mike from from the restaurant right now who I'm good friends with uh, any any real friend of mine can interrupt any conversation so yeah if you're if you're of status if you're the Waynes brothers if you're if you're just somebody like me, you know, kind of trying to get your foot in the door, hey, you know, we're we're open to that conversation. But obviously, the charge is to educate oneself and um, to hopefully, you know, interject this conversation the right way, and that's of course our aim. And uh, and you know, I look forward to uh, to next time. Uh, you know, and anyone uh, rejoining, and, and uh, obviously, if you're compelled, absolutely share this with somebody, um, stay, stay posted for, for our next, um, you know, episode, uh, which, you know, we, we plan to do soon. This has been months in the making that we've been trying to do this. So, um, but anyway, uh, dad, I love you, man. Um, I look forward to, uh, I'm signing off instead of catching on the phone, but I love you. And uh, I love you
1: too. Love you yeah, too, Luke.
0: Let's, uh, let's catch up obviously soon. Um, I'll share the episode with you when we got it and, uh, that'll get us going for, for another one. Thanks, son. Love you, Pat.